You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. People listen to our podcast. People's like me. We have the data to back it yeah, up. Yeah, we were saying this at the restaurant because we were like, maybe we're just not funny. And then Ryan was like, no, we have analytics. People listen to us sometimes. We have to be like at least a little bit funny. I know that some of the shit that we say is funny. Oh, God. And yet when I say it out loud to people who are mm. 25 and under, they mm. look at me like I'm a pedophile. You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Good. Hello. Morning. I feel like our children are coming down the stairs. No. Guys. You know what? We've done a very good job of podcasting when the kids are not here. And that's not today. Yeah. There's about a handful of times in the, past, about, about a handful of times. <laughs> in the past three years that we've had to do it while they were here. And it's, uh, you might just hear some interruptions. It's not risque as in nudity, but it's, it's risky. Risky. <laughs> it's a risky. Risky business. business. Hmm? Jinx. Yeah. We have pop. A pop. Yeah. Okay. Today. Is the mic fine for you? Yeah, it's good. Close enough? Yeah. yeah. You making fun of me? I oh, I you. see. You wanted to bring that up. Of course I wanted to bring that up. It's different. Just you okay. Can let, let me get let me get a uh, an audience uh pool here uh, going. If a microphone is far away from you and I say, Can you get closer to the microphone? And you're you physically can't move the the chair closer, but you can move the microphone closer, are those the same things? No. I can say I can't get any closer to the mic, but I can bring the mic closer to me. That's two different things. It's not but the it's same the thing. It's the same thing. It's not. It's not. What are you saying? It's not. It's the same thing. No, it's not. The end result's the same. But if I say, hey, can if someone's like, hey, can you park any closer? No, that's not a good one. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, no. I would like no, to hear you, your thoughts on this. Because parking. you can't <laughs> move the other thing. So it has to be another metaphor that can like move closer. Like, Moving oh, something oh, I got clo- one. I got one. Stop. Yeah. All right. Okay. Say mm. we're like, say we're in a tunnel and we are stuck. Okay. And you're like, hey, <laughs> hey, Brett. I'm stuck in the tunnel. Can you, can you inch any closer? Can you inch any closer to me? And I'm going to be like, nah, man, I can't. There's stuff in the way. And then you say, no problem. I can get closer to you. Cool. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like it, that's, that works. It's not the same thing though. Like I can't move, but you can come to me. Right. Uh, 
Yeah. 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 I couldn't get close to, close to the mic, but I can move the mic closer to me. Two separate things. I'm just saying. When I say I can you get wrong. closer, when I when I say can you get closer to the mic, that could very well mean just bringing the mic closer to you. I just like to point out that Ryan leaves tomorrow, and I think we might just be looking for shit to bicker about. <laughs> I do. We're gonna get into that subject matter yeah. today. Do you have an "I love you" and you're annoying? You go first. Huh. Okay. Um, I think mine is. It's not really like an. an and annoying. It is annoying. Um, for me, I just felt a little, I don't know this week. So the kids, we put the kids in March break, like we talked about last week. We put them into March break. March break camp. Excuse me. Yep. We put them in. And, um, I had, you had a busy week. I had a busy week, but just different schedule wise. And I just felt a little solo parenty in the mornings and in the when I had to pick up the kids, like you, I couldn't this is start. hilarious because this is what I was going to, this is like the other side of the hand here is going to be mine. So go ahead. This oh is so God. perfect. This is amazing. This is what happens when two people have different perspectives of the same event. So okay. continue. So in the mornings, Ryan has a um, meeting every morning at eight 30 and we wake up in the morning and Feeling like I knew you were going to say that. And it's a, it's a shit show, especially because I think the time change has really like screwed up the kids. Um, so they're sleeping in a bit. We all were. And then we scramble to get up. So I'm making lunches four out of the five times this week when I was like, Hey, can you help me with lunches? And you were like, no problem. So I scramble, I make lunches, I get them ready to go out the door and they're terrible. Like when we're trying to leave, they're just insane. So it's super stressful. They're bickering on the way there. I come home. I don't start my day till after 10 o'clock. So I'm trying to work from home minus Thursday because I went to go see Cass. But then I have to stop my day and go pick up the kids and then come back. And like my day is over and you're still working. And it was just like, I felt a little like alone in the transportation and the planning of like getting the kids to and from camp. And like, let me say this, my schedule can do that. Like I absolutely worked my schedule around that, but it was frustrating because I'm, I'm, I am managing this. And sometimes I feel like you're like, okay, I got to get up. I'll just shower. And I got to go to my meeting where I'm like, I have to get up. I have to shower. I have to get ready. I've got to get the kids. Like it just felt a little I needed some help. Absolutely. It like 100%, I can see your perspective in this situation. 100%. My I love you and you're annoying is the same exact thing, but in reverse. In the sense that I felt this like, not anger, but like distance that you were creating, the space that you were creating of like, not happiness around this, these things that are happening. And I totally knew why you were feeling the way you were feeling. The perspective that I have is I know that we have these agreements, these conditions of satisfaction that says on Tuesdays and on Thursdays, I make the kids lunches and then I do the, I help with the breakfast. I understand that. However, or should I say, and although we have these structures in place, there needs to be a time where common sense kicks in and flexibility kicks in in the sense that if we collectively wake up late and I have to be somewhere at a particular time and you do not have to be somewhere at a particular time, that would be the time where it says, hey, listen, we're all running late. You have to be here. I know today's the day that you do your lunches. I'm gonna take the lunches, which is what happened, but it wasn't communicated upon. 
And then I was left with the anger that came with it. And so, although I understand your perspective you and mean? can appreciate it. Oh, you, let, you were left with my anger. You weren't angry. I wasn't angry. I was yeah. great. I had to work. So here's uh, my so jumped like, into work. rebuttal with that is that, yes, life gets in the way or maybe the mornings are crazy and you know your mornings are crazy. So instead of prioritizing and saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to make the lunches the night before because I know that my morning is going to be insane. It wasn't. It, it, we all slept in. That was what happened. But what I'm saying is your mornings are typically pretty nuts. They're pretty busy. So maybe it would behoove you to make lunches the night before. So you're not waking up and you're not like, hey, I'm scrambled. Can you do this? Oh, what am I going to say? No, the kids aren't going to eat. Yeah, but Sorry. Baby, but baby, the same thing could be said for the days that you make lunches. I have you never wouldn't be stressed down if you had made the lunches Nothing the to earlier. do with lunches. No, There's lunches. not a structure in place for us to do lunches in the evening. The lunches. And we, could put, we could put that in and we didn't. What I'm saying is, although we have structure in our lives and agreements in our lives, there has to be room for spontaneity and there has to be room for flexibility. And I feel like in a situation that totally made sense for me to be like, hey, Britt, I can't do the lunches. And I said it to you. I can't do the lunches. I'm going to be late for my meeting. I went and I went to my meeting. You did the lunches and I thank you for those lunches for doing that. All I'm saying is in those situations where you recognize that we're all collectively running behind and I have to be somewhere at a particular time. That's just when you're like, I'm coming in to help. I get it's it, right? But that's not fair because if the rules were no, reversed, I would jump in. I let you talk. I, it's frustrating for me because I'm, we're already late. All of us are late. I am trying to get my shit together because when we come home, we had our videographer coming and I needed to be ready. So I booked, Jakey boy. I was trying to get myself ready. And then because you didn't plan right, I am now giving up my time that I figured out. I'm like, you know what? This is the morning. Okay. I, I don't have to do this. I've allotted this, this, and this. And then you're like, oh, here's a wrench. Figure it out. And that's frustrating for me I because it. I get that you have to be somewhere. But I also had to, I, had, I needed to be ready when we got home. And that, that didn't happen for me because I, I totally get it. So this is what I started off by I, saying, I get your perspective and I can understand well, and I appreciate think yours, it. I think yours is a valid, ridiculous. valid and I'm validating it. Yeah. All I'm saying is if something were to happen for you and I had to jump in to solve the problem, that's what being a partner is all about. I would jump in and solve the problem. I might muddle underneath my breath. Should have planned better. But at the end of the day, if I know that you're in a situation where you can't escape the reality you're in and I have to jump in and take care of something, I'm going to do that because it's not an everyday thing. <laughs> it doesn't happen with regularity. It's an oddity. All three of those things, same thing I just said, just repeated differently. All I'm saying is I don't do it to you every day. I don't do it to you every week. Right. I don't do it to you every month. So when I do do it, just don't make me feel bad for doing it. I, I, get I it. woke up late. I'm not going to make you feel bad, right. but it's also I'm allowed to be frustrated of with course. you because just you've just said deal my with whole, it yourself like most people. Fuck you. No. Right on. Anyway, that was really frustrating. And then you're like, book a sitter on Thursday. And I did. And then I yes. got everything ready for dinner. I made them dinner, got everything prepared. All that shit's still on the. I was still working. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's. Okay. Anyways, you, it was still, no, it wasn't. You were coming back from dropping something off from Mel. Work. Then you, I was working. Anyways. <laughs> I wasn't here. You came home and I organized all of that and all that shit is still sitting on the counter. What is? I had to tell you yesterday to clean that up. All of the air fryer stuff is still there from the kids dinner. It's right Saturday. Okay. Uh, anyways, these bring up a good point. 
Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all-natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you bring? What, what did you say? What do you mean? You said something. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about that. What? I don't remember. I don't think I don't remember saying that. Oh.
Anyway, we went out for dinner. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, boom, boom. Right, right, boom, boom. Do you, so we've talked about this in the past. And for those of you who have been listening from the very beginning, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we celebrate our Boom Boom Day, which happens to be every single year because that's the day of the anniversary, March 16th. Uh, it was the very first day that we boom boomed. It's our bang anniversary. It's our bang anniversary. Boom boom anniversary. Is it weird that we celebrate that? Yes or no? I think no. The response that I got via Instagram was very positive. A lot of women were like, that's actually the cutest thing ever. Like very positive response. Like very cute. When you like, showed people man. that it's in my calendar? Yeah. And they were like, 9 a.m. I'm like, the time doesn't matter. It definitely wasn't 9 a.m. <laughs> anyway, no, the 9 a.m. is just a I morning just said, reminder to I was like, you. listen, I think it's fabulous. And I, congratulate what I have, you. What I have remembered <laughs> that it was the 16th without you Telling me at the 16th? No, I definitely wouldn't because I, the only reason I think you remember that is because it was a specific weekend that we went to Ottawa, like for the weekend. And like, it was the first time we kind of like spent the night together. I remember it because it mattered to me, Brittany. Cooper, you got to go upstairs, buddy. You want it? Um, I have to tell you something. Okay, the what? Yogurt um, spilled all over my other pants. Yogurt oh. spilt all over your other pants? Did you change them? Amazing. Oh, good job, Coop. Great. I'll be up in a couple minutes and we're going to get your hair cut. Can't wait to see you soon, buddy. Say bye. Bye. (laughs) Okay. You got to go now, bud. Yeah, go. Go upstairs. Thank you. candy. Yep. Go up. Bye. We're just talking about how you were created, Coop. (laughs) See you later, buddy. Shut up. That was not. Anyways. um, Welcome back. uh, Yeah. So anyway, we uh, we celebrate that. And by celebrate, because people were like, do you mean like you go out for drinks and like cheers to it or do you like celebrate it? I'm like, do you mean like do we have sex on that day? I'm like, I think that's probably Ryan's intention for bringing it up every every year. Yeah, we try to. We don't always. We did. We did. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, we definitely did. But uh, that was that is not the intention. The mm-hmm. intention is just uh, I think it's important to find moments in your life that mattered to you acknowledge them because especially when it comes to sex, sex is something that I don't care who you are, unless you are doing things creatively constantly to spice things up, sex with your partner, sex with your partner. At one point in time, it wasn't at one point in time. It was something that was magical, something that was memorable, something that you had thought about for a long, long time. What are you saying? It's no longer magical. (laughs) Something that was magical. It's not memorable. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. oh oh really you think it's memorable let's go back seven sexes ago oh my god no let's go back i just seven mean in general ago. in general hold on seven sorry, 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 sorry. Like two years ago sorry you just you're trying to tell me that it's okay to be like listen sex with my wife is not memorable is that what you're saying you're taking so it, I'm not your soulmate. You're taking it. Sex with me is not memorable. <laughs> this is a trap. Where am I fitting This is a in trap, here? Brittany. Holy shit. No, let me be clear. Please. I enjoy sex with you, and I would love to have it more <laughs> frequently. Like literally the most pity, like. No, listen. Listen, it's, listen, not, you. it's not pity. It's, it's not pity. Me. It's not you. It's me. No, that's not that's not what I'm saying. Wow. This, you're not, you're avoiding my question, which is proving my point. Let's go back seven sexes ago. I'm Tell not me what avoiding happened. anything. Tell me what happened seven sexes ago. Listen, I never said, Listen. Listen. Linda, I never said 
that specifically each time you're going to remember every single and detail. And that's what I'm talking about. Hold on. I just said in general, sex with your partner should be memorable. You get into like a routine. It's memorable. I can tell you exactly. The five moves that I do. Yeah. No, that, but that I, the five moves or whatever, you know, exactly when I'm like ready to do something else or whatever, we have like a system in play because we know each other so well. We've been doing this for a while. 15 so years. it's memorable because we have that like comfortability in each other. I know you so deeply and, and vice versa. Like I know when like we're wanting to switch things up or maybe it's coming to an end, whatever it is, it's memorable. I think but what we're doing fuck? is we're, I think what we're doing is we're trying to take the word memorable and you have a definition of it and I have a definition of it. Is it different than it. default? It's definitely different than default. And hey, listen, I've even, I've even succumbed to the idea that there's a possibility that I can get on board with the default because it doesn't mean to you what it meant to me. I can get that. What I'm saying when it comes to memorable sex, I remember where we were. I remember what time it was. I remember what we were doing the first time we did it because leading up to it, I had thought about it numerous times. I had had sex with you multiple times before ever having sex with you. I promise you. In your head. In my hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in my head. So the first time I got that is so weird. the first time I ever got to do it, I remember it and right. it meant something to no, me and I it was a special it. moment in our lives. It didn't define our relationship, but it certainly cemented it. It was it's just a funny thing to say. Like, sex with your partner isn't memorable. <laughs> you just got to be careful with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Probably just don't say that to your partner. But if you use my definition of memorable, you would also agree that you can't remember four sexes ago. My definition. Ago. Like, it's a world definition. Yeah. Memorable. Just make it up. Memorabilia. Okay. We're not going to put it on the wall. Let's move into the fact. we do celebrate it. Let's move into the fact. So we go out for dinner and we're. Oh, we're actually talking about the, the boom boom? No, the no. night of the boom boom. The night of the boom boom. We go Not for the dinner. First night, we go the for most recently. Right, right, right. So we go for dinner to celebrate this, and uh, we get to the restaurant, and <laughs> Ryan and I are like we've both served. We were in the industry for quite a while, so we are very patient and Let's we are clear. very. Let's be clear. Right. Every time we go to a restaurant, yeah. we let the server know we're part of this industry. No, yeah, but we but every I say it. single time, Brittany. We cannot go to a restaurant without telling the <laughs> server that we used to do this. But I say it because it's weird. I know like, it's not. It's like when you say to a girl, oh, I love your pants. Oh, thanks. They're from Walmart. They're only 12 bucks. Uh, I didn't ask how much they cost and I didn't ask where they're from. I said they're nice pants. Hey, welcome to Kelsey's. How are you doing? We used to work here. No, that's not what happens. I tell the servers. We understand what you're going through. It's really and busy. I'll, you know what? I'll just be over here. Slammed. I've I literally tried to talk like Sorry. 17 Sorry times again. and you've cut me off so many freaking times. I'm just going to walk away from the mic for a second. Oh, see, I'm getting farther away from it. Okay. So the only reason I say that to a server is because if they're getting slammed or maybe we haven't been like to talk to you right away, I just want to be like, listen, we understand don't feel like stressed out. Like we're not going to be the table that's going to stress you out. And we don't say it every time, but it's definitely something that comes up if we notice some similarities or some empathy. So we go out for dinner and we're, they were put in like literally the most awkward seat in the entire restaurant. Like it that was seat like, should not exist. It was in the corner in a, like half of it was a booth, like in the, a what? A booth. A what? <laughs> a booth. You know what it should be? It should be a rolling station. It, where they roll, yes, where they yes. roll, uh, and there's like a partition on the one side. <laughs> Ryan was like squished into the side, so 
There are multiple other spots in the restaurant, okay? So the host sits us there. And so we're kind of like looking around. He's like, um, your server will be with you in a moment. And Ryan turns to him and he's like, is it something we said? Like as he sits down, like looking in this like awkward thing. And, and the host was like, what? And Ryan was like, oh, I just like, we're put in the corner. And he was like, did you want to sit elsewhere? Like he, the joke went right over his head. And then our server came she was like seven mono, minutes later. monotone Mary. Like, and we, again, we are like pulling teeth talking to these people. Hey, like I felt like I was the server. Hey, how are you? Like, how's, how's your day going? When you went to take out your, and um, your, uh, smile direct in the bathroom, she came and opened up our bottle of wine. And I was like, I saw a tumbleweed go by in the store because it was so fucking silent. <laughs> I, I tried to talk to her. I was like, so I'm like, are you a little bit busy? It doesn't seem like there's a lot of staff in here. Um, and she was like, yeah, it's okay. And I'm like, oh, and that's when I was like, uh, 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 we used to work here. So like, don't worry about us. Like we, we, we will be patient. It's totally fine. And she was like, yeah, well, just don't judge me if this wine bottle isn't opened correctly. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I like, I tried a couple other things and it was like one word answers. And I'm like, I'm going to not try anymore. So then Ryan comes back to the table and I'm talking to him and I'm like, when did we become like adult enough that like we are no longer relatable? We can't, the kids don't relate to us. This goes back to the conversation we had last week when we walk into a pub or a bar or whatever. Mm -hmm. Do they know we're old? I, I'm now convinced the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. I'm now convinced the second we walk in, they're looking at us and saying, don't, don't relate to those guys. Shouldn't be here. Don't relate to those guys. I'm going to have no interaction with these guys besides what they need because they're too old. It's not even like it's that, but it's also a sense of like, I, I just don't feel the youth of today is very good at. Um, like chit chat, socializing, small talk. And, They're I, not. and I truly think it's, it's a multitude of things. Definitely the pandemic really fucked that up for a lot of them because they were isolated for so, so long, but social media, like they are not Cell phones, a, social media, text hey, messaging. Can don't I, pick up the phone. Yeah. Don't like, pick up the phone. Call you someone. You just have to call and messages. ask if you're like, ask their parents, Hey, is so-and-so home? Can she talk? Like you had to, we had no other choice. Now I'm not going to lie. I am not a Appreciate phone. That. Like I don't love no, talking on the phone. On the phone. I don't love talking on the phone. I've never really liked talking on the phone. Excuse me. I love you. That is something you're not good at. Yeah, you've told you me. You drive me times. nuts on the phone. I'm don't like, call me. I'm not. I'm like, am I annoying you? Is this a bothersome? But am I catching it the wrong time? Are you taking my, a shit right now? That's my whole thing. Is I I usually don't have time to talk on the phone. So it's like when someone calls me, it's because they need something. It's not if that, you wanna, babe. If you, you could talk, be driving. You just you you just sound annoyed when you're on the call. And I know that's not a me thing because I've heard my mom complain yeah, about it. I've I'm heard your phone. mom complain about it. I've heard your friends complain about it. You are not. Fuck a, that. You haven't heard my friends I complain about it. I have two. Who? I'm not dropping names. Lies. Like, listen, this isn't my story to tell. Lies. I've literally. I don't You're talk on the, You're bad on the phone. I don't talk on the phone but with But the my millennials friends. are worse. They I don't, don't even on get the on the phone. Mm -hmm. They don't have phone call conversations. They don't have in-person conversations. Everything's done digitally. Everything's done by their thumbs. I they love a good voice. They don't know how to do it. I'm not a, if, you, if you're calling me, it's because you need something and it's urgent. Otherwise you would text you me, and your which voice is fine. Notes. You and your friends with I your voice notes. I love voice notes. I'm like, would you, 
You can't send an eight minute yeah, voice can. note. Pick up the phone and talk to them. No, I like voice notes for this reason. Like I have a few friends that I voice note with. Not all friends are voice note friends because some people don't like it. But my voice notes for me with my friends, this is what I love about it because it's not a, it's a phone conversation where it's like I get the lowdown on my friend's life. I get to hear all of it. And like, usually we send like increments. So like three to four minutes. So I get to hear it all. Then I get to respond and address it where it's like a phone conversation is hard because there's usually so much stuff that we both have to say and then it's like constantly interrupting each other so i really like it Coopy. oh goodness thank you buddy you need to go back up i love you <laughs> i i like having that update and then i like being able to respond on my own time do you know what i mean like then i'm not forced to being like oh i gotta listen i gotta listen and then we go back and forth and i can still do the rest of my day because i just don't really feel like i allot time for phone calls but i love a voice note Send me a good voice note. Going back to uh, the kids and the youth and our experience in the restaurant. And we, I feel like we talk about this we a have. lot. But listen, this is what happened this week in our lives. So we're going to talk about it to a certain degree. Here's what really bothers me. My dad jokes are dad jokes. They used to be charming. <laughs> they used to be like, <laughs> but oh, now that, you're guy's, a dad. that guy's cute. That guy's funny. That The guy's charming. Now it's like, okay. Yeah. It's what's like, up, ew. Mr. Ostafy? Yeah. I'm like, that was, that was actually legit funny. And I'll say to you when they leave, I look at you. Uh, it's gone to a I'm point. I'm already now, laughing. It's gone to a point, point now where I'll make a dad joke and I know it's solid. And I'll look at them and they won't fucking respond. And I'll look at you and you're like holding back laughter because number one, it was funny. And number two, you know how awkward it is that I'm like, why, why are they not laughing? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so they leave and I'm like, that was funny, right? Yeah. And I hate that I have to try to validate humor because, know. you know, the whole thing is like, if you've got to explain a joke, then the joke's not funny. Correct. I feel like here's what I think is happening. I don't think it's a lack of being funny. I don't think it's a, 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 a reality of me being a dad. I think they're just not listening. Mm. Or you're just like when they come to landing. sit you at the table, th their job is to put the the menus on and say like you know good luck, have a good time, and enjoy your meal. The host they don't actually give a fuck what you what you want or what you need or anything along those lines. They're so in their own space, yeah, that they miss the joke. It's not that it's not funny; they miss the joke, and then they know that they missed it, so they'll say something to you like, "Pardon." I love that you're and validating then you gotta explain your own it humor. again. <laughs> Listen, I know I'm not not funny. People listen to our podcast. People like me. We have the data to back it yeah, up. Yeah, we were saying this at the restaurant because we were like, Are what we just is not it? funny? Maybe we're just not funny. And then Ryan was like, no, we have analytics. People listen to us sometimes. We have to be like at least a little bit funny. Pe people write and say, hey, <laughs> I, I, I'm laughing at work. I know that some of the shit that we say is funny. Oh, God. And yet when I say it out loud to people who are mm. 25 and under, they mm. look at me like I'm a pedophile. Well, I get like, it. Ew. I get it. I just, you're right. I think, I think you hit the nail on the head with the, they're just not listening. They're not present. And that's like, that goes beyond the host. I just think like teenagers today are so, um, elsewhere. Like when they're talking to you, they're usually on their phone or they're thinking about something else. They're not really present. And it's just, it is what it is. You know, the big thing for me is not all teenagers and 20, early 20 year olds are like this. Here's what it is for me. When we get somebody who is the opposite, who is bubbly, who is charming, who is participating in the conversation, we are left with such an amazing experience. Yeah. We're like, that server, they're so going to be good. successful in yeah. life. They've got their shit together. But I feel like that used to be the normal. Mm -hmm. 
And and the bad server who wasn't good at communicating, you're like, oh, good luck to this guy. Yeah, I agree. But now I feel like it's the complete opposite. There are certainly great teenagers out there. There are great 20-something-year-olds out there who are destined for success in their lives. And I'm not saying that the other ones aren't. I'm just saying when it comes to inner communication skills, they got to figure it out. So let's also, so we saw, (laughs) Ryan and I love the movies. It was one thing that we would do all the time before we had kids. We loved going to the movies. So we were like, we're going to go to the movies. Unfortunately, there's nothing like amazing out right now, but we were like, let's go see 65. 65. We love, we love dinosaurs, like Jurassic Park, top five movies. Was it 65 or 64? It was 65. 63? 65. Oh. So we went to go see 65. I Four would, or three. I would probably not tell people to go see that. Like it was theoretically the concept. Amazing. Cool, pretty cool. But the execution just felt a little flat. And I was kind of sad they didn't see any like non-carnivore dinosaurs. Carnivorous. The I- Carnivorous. The good one. Carnivorous. Good one. Carnivorous. Carnivorous. <laughs> the idea of this movie was is quite simple. And let, we're going to get into movies because... There's like this going trend that's happening right now. And it's probably because I'm leaving. Mm. Um, But uh, the idea is that there are human beings like us in other planets around the world that are so far advanced to a point that 65 million years ago, current us pretty much lived on another planet. Well, not even current us, advanced current us lived on another planet, was doing some sort of mission, ran into an asteroid belt, landed on Earth and the dinosaurs were there. Yeah. So, you know. They're us, sixty-five million, landing years ago. on a planet and discovering, holy shit! There's these things called Tyrannosaurus rexes. Well, they didn't know what they were kill- called. They called them aliens. Yeah, they called them aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they, they were. were but we know them as you know, Tyrannosaurus rexes. I did like how they. I I know what you're saying because I we thought the movie was going to be about something else, and we thought that like all of the people on the ship. Spoilers. Also, if you want to see this movie, don't listen to the rest of this. Well, no, listen, but like, yeah. Don't anyway, see the movie. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Anyways, we thought that like the ship. There was probably like 12 to 15 people on the ship. We thought they were all going to land. They were going to have to like battle their way through, try to get back to wherever they were we going. We thought it was Interstellar meets Jurassic Park. Yeah. So we were like, sign us up. Not um, it. Interstellar is movie. Interstellar. I yeah, too. Baby. So uh, anyway, basically everybody dies except for the main guy, Kylo Ren, if you guys know who plays Kylo Ren, and then this other girl. And the whole thing is like they're just trying to get back to this escape pod on the other side of like the mountain to leave. But what I thought was cool before the pending asteroid. hits So the planet. I didn't realize though, like when we went into this, I actually didn't know that this was 65 million years ago. Like I thought it was like just like a different planet or like whatever. I just, I liked that they brought in the whole, like the meteor is about to hit the earth and like fuck it up. Like to, cause it was Pangea. We were talking about that, how yeah. like it was Pangea. It landed on Pangea. Which honestly, I need to give myself a pat on the back because I'll never forget Pangea. That's like just something that I feel like I could play on Jeopardy. I've been doing a lot of research and the likelihood of the dinosaurs being able to survive that uh, asteroid hitting was the difference of, they say, minutes. Really? They say minutes and geographical location because where the asteroid hit, it happened to hit in low water right at the the shoreline. And all of the uh, minerals and limestone that hit because it hit so close to earth yeah that's what sprayed all over the place that's what created the dust around the earth that's what killed off all of the land all of the all of the plant life all the plant life all of the herbivores right omnivores died because they couldn't eat and then all the carnivores died because they couldn't eat them Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the whole thing they said if it would have hit on the actual planet like like minutes of like rotation 
literally minutes because the earth is constantly spinning it was minutes, minutes it, it was minutes or if it would have landed minutes earlier it would have hit more water and if it would have landed minutes later it would have hit more land mass both of which probably more than likely wouldn't have killed off all of the dinosaurs mm. and they say dinosaurs would probably more than likely still exist today if that didn't i wonder happen. in like it was capacity? minutes and locations away from being massively impactful to the earth but not wiping almost everything off of it Anyways, speaking of which, I'm, no, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm off for a work vacation. I'm not feeling great about it. We had a cool conversation about this and we can maybe talk about this, maybe not. But it started bringing up some really impactful things about, hey, Brittany, I'm leaving. Here's how you get onto the computer. Here's how you get into our bank, this bank account. Here's what's in this bank account. Here's what's in our savings. Here's what's in our investments. It starts going into all of these things that you need to know in the event that something happened to me. And here we are, I'm 39 years of age. You're going to be 36 this year. We do not have a, a will. will. That's like honestly embarrassing. Like It's, it's not good. <laughs> we keep saying and we have to do it. This podcast isn't brought to you by a lawyer. No. We just realized that we need one. Yeah. And it's not hard. Like I've talked to multiple friends. It's just one thing that I'm like, we have to make time and prioritize, which we haven't do. And I always think about it right before we're about to leave or one of us is leaving. I'm like, why the fuck? Okay. So we're going to hold ourselves accountable. Everyone else can message us the f next week. Send, send us a message being like, By pigeon. did you, bitch, what? Pigeon messenger. I, I yeah. thought you said butt pigeon. Butt pigeon? <laughs> no. I'm like, pigeon. is that an app? No, butt pigeon. Just <laughs> butt pigeon me. That's what all the youth are doing these days. That's why they're not talking to each other. They're, they're butt pigeoning butt each other. <laughs> uh, anyways, no. Send us a message. Hold us accountable because the, we're going to book our will next week to do. So and if we, you haven't do it, if you haven't done it. Do it. Do it right now. It's the smartest thing to do. It's kind of scary to it do is it. Scary. Just it's like getting life insurance up. is scary to do because you start talking about life and you start talking about yeah. death and you start recognizing that all this paperwork that I'm signing right now will one day come into effect. Mm -hmm. And the decisions I make right now will have massive impacts on whoever I put my name down, put this name down. But more importantly than that, one day I'm going to be dead. Yeah. And that <laughs> sucks. But it brings up, we started watching a couple, we've watched two shows back to back. That are all about like end of time, yeah. doom and gloom, aliens coming down, viruses coming down. The Which last, was the last one? The Last what, of Us. Yeah, The Last of so Us. So good. Don't spoil it though. Like a lot of people are watching this. So, there's, there's so The Last no of Us spoilers. was based off of a, a, video, a game. video game where people were infected mm -hmm. by a virus. But it wasn't, it was a fungus, it's which a is, fungi. which was different because a fungus's main purpose is to just infect and spread. Infect and spread. And you can't, uh. And they're all inter and the fungi is all interconnected. Right. So this isn't like zombies. In fact, I read something that no cast member on that show was even allowed to use the Z word mm. or the Z word, depending if you're Canadian or American. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get Couldn't it. Couldn't use it because mm. these were not zombies. These were infected individuals mm -hmm. who were infected by the fungi. Main purpose and is one to of the coolest, more. most impactful moments in that movie was when they did a flashback to the first reported case, which mm. happened somewhere in, in Asia. And they brought in this specialist, this fungi specialist. And she said, well, they were talking to her about this. And she said, well, you know, fungi can't live in the human body. The, the temperature of the human body won't allow it to happen. And they're like, okay, well, we want to show you something. And they showed a dead body. And when she opened the dead body's mouth, the fungi started growing from the mouth. And she like almost fainted. The next scene that she sits down and the general says to her, what do we do? And she says, <clears throat> bomb, bomb the, the city. city. Yeah. 
Like it was just really like It was Whoa. real. It was so freaking real. Yeah. It's and that then, show's so good. And then we watched this other one where aliens, what was that one? Honestly, it was a Netflix it's driving one. me nuts because it was British. It was so good. Like so good. Where the aliens essentially come down and there's like six different storylines. There's a bunch of kids on a school bus. Um and then someone, there's there like was a family. In Asia. Yeah, there's a family in Asia. There's a family in the US. It was so there good. Was a and and in all the of the stories are kind of like intertwined Somewhat. in a way. I got to figure this out. And if somebody knows this, it will come to us before we end this in the next couple of minutes. But either way, what we were talking about and bringing that, there's a book called the first wave. No, the fourth wave. Oh, it's also called the fourth wave, (laughs) but it talks about the first, second, third. And then the fourth wave is when the book starts to come in. And we've always (laughs) talked about this. If, if aliens came down and destroyed the shit out of us, just by the way, let's be real for a second. If any, form of alien has the ability to get to earth we're already fucked we're fucked we're They're fucked. already so much more advanced the idea that they, they can, can just get here, get here yeah. you would think whatever propulsion system they have that yeah. same propulsion system can just destroy us in uh that weapon so we always talk about this at the end of these movies because for some reason we like these movies <laughs> first wave is like a crapshoot yeah it's random it's a, it's a pure crapshoot you don't have a chance of survival unless you're purely lucky yeah you're in the right place right time they shoot in the wrong direction yeah so we're always talking about this if we're if we're lucky enough to get past the first wave at what point in time do we give up mm-hmm. yeah like i don't know for me i'm gonna tell you right now if i if i lost you and the kids i would have very like a very hard time just being like, I got to push through. But in the last of us, like it's, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but he loses people in his life. And it was just, it's sad and amazing that I think your will to live might exceed what you think it would be. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. I think I'd just be like, fuck it. If I, if I'm, if I'm going to die, like I'm going to die, I'm not going to be like upset about it. I know for for a fact, there's only two scenarios that play out here. If you were gone, Riley and Cooper were gone, and my the rest of my family were gone, and I was just left by myself, mm-hmm. even if I had friends, and I was just left by myself, I would say, fuck it. I would take whatever ammunition I have, and I'd go straight at the mothership, <laughs> because I know I'm going to die, but I'm going to go down swinging. Sure. And if, by chance, I happen to be the guy that hits the one spot on the mothership that blows You're that welcome. shit up, I'm going to fly to Hawaii, I'm going to stay on the beach, I'm going to sell t-shirts to tourists and they're all going to know that I was the guy that shot that thing down. But other than I'm that, that guy, that's what your t-shirt I'm that guy. Other than that, like I have no <laughs> need, want or desire to be on this earth. If it's not, if you guys aren't here anymore. Yeah. And I've come to realize this and I've come to terms with this. If something bad happens, you will see me in Hawaii. If aliens come down yeah. and that's how you guys go. Like, I don't even mean, like, if something bad happened to you in general, you and the kids in general, I'd mm-hmm. be gone. I'd be in, in Hawaii and I would be selling shirts that don't say I'm the guy. I'd be like, look at me, I'm sad. But uh, if aliens came down, that was what I'd be. I'd be like, you know what, mothership, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. And I have no intentions of living through this. Yeah. So if I do, cool. But you better be on the lookout because I got nothing to live for anymore. If we were all dead, I'd, I'd hope you'd remember the sex. At least the first one. I might not remember the last seventh, the seventh last one. And on that note, we are out. Have a lovely day. Have a lovely day. Good luck with the aliens, guys. I'll see you on the mothership. (laughs) Goodbye.
everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group, and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. 